It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, I think we needed a break, to be honest with you. I mean, I think that was a... You know, in my time, that was one of the more difficult stretches. That 6-12, and 12, I mean, the six games on the road, and then to come right back and play. And obviously, we played four really good teams. So, You are Locked On Magic, your daily podcast on the Orlando Magic. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And you are indeed locked on magic. Today is January 31st, 2020, the last day of January already. My name is Philip Rossenreich. I'm the expert and site editor over at orlandomagicdaily.com. Of course, follow me on Twitter at philiprr underscore omd. On today's episode of Locked on Magic, we'll rejoin our heroes as the magic return to practice and get set for what is probably looking like the most important stretch of the Orlando Magic season, a stretch that's going to really define the character of the rest of the season and, and, and certainly a part that the Magic need to have their focus in, so good to have a little mini break here to reset the battery. We'll also talk about Aaron Gordon's reported entry into the slam dunk contest and why I don't think it's the best idea for him. But before we do any of that, I do want to remind you all that you check out all the great podcasts on the Locked On Podcast Network by searching wherever you download podcasts for Locked On and the team you're looking for. Just like this podcast here covering the Orlando Magic with excruciating detail, there's a podcast covering every single team in the NBA with the same level of care and detail that you can only find from local experts who know their team best. Want to get ready for Saturday's game against the Miami Heat? Check out Locked On Heat. You want to get ready for... uh, uh, you want to learn a little bit more about the, the the memorials going on for Kobe Bryant. Of course, the Lakers playing their first home game since uh, since Sunday's uh, tragic events. You can check out Locked On Lakers. We also have great, great national podcasts in Locked On NBA, Locked On Face Basketball, uh, Rejecting the Screen, and the Duncan and Hollinger NBA show, which should get you set for the NBA trade deadline, which is now less than a week away. No matter which team you're interested in, no matter what you're curious about or, or, or what you want to know, there is a Locked On podcast for you. Just download them today. Today, wherever you download podcasts, just search for Locked On and the team you're looking for. Whether it's the NBA, the NFL, the MLB, or colleges to, or the NHL as well, the Locked On Podcast Network has you covered. The Locked On Podcast Network, it's your team every day. The news that I think a lot of fans have been waiting for came across everyone's desk shortly after actually the Magic wrapped up their media availability uh, at the Amway Center. Shams Charania confirming a report from Oliver Maroney reporting that the that that Aaron Gordon plans to enter the slam dunk contest in Chicago at NBA All-Star Weekend in 2 weeks time in February on February 16th. This has certainly been a long time coming, and there's been plenty of rumors and rumblings about the potential for Gordon to enter the slam dunk contest. He has mentioned in several uh, in several interviews when asked, would you enter the dunk contest again? He said, yes, I, I, I would if, if the timing was right, if I had the right ideas, if, if everything kind of fell in place. And certainly with the contest in Chicago where Zach Levine is currently playing, where 
1988, perhaps the greatest single duel of dunkers took place between Dominique Wilkins and Michael Jordan. It felt like there was at least a nostalgic movement to get this rematch to occur because just like just like before, the the 88 dunk contest between Jordan and Dominique Wilkins was also a rematch of a previous dunk contest. So there's def- there's definitely a push to get this to happen. And I'll say this right off the top before I, I get my take on this. If Aaron Gordon wants to be in the slam dunk contest, he absolutely should be in the dunk contest. I'm not I'm not about to say that, you know, I'm, I'm upset with Gordon for the decision that he apparently has made or or anything else. If, if, if the guy wants to be in the dunk contest, he absolutely should. There are certainly financial incentives involved in being in the dunk contest. It gets you front and center, potential endorsement deals, certainly, you know, kind of getting your, your face and name out there. And I am not one to tell someone, don't go out and make your money. If, if there's one thing that I absolutely believe about these players, they have a short window of time to be at the top of their games, they have a short window of time to make, you know, a, a ludicrous amount of money, generational wealth, of course. But I am never going to, never going to tell a guy, don't get yours, don't get, don't get paid when you have the opportunity. Certainly, when you're in the team concept and on the court, you should be playing for the team because that's ultimately going to help you make money. But these guys need to. These, I'm never going to fault a guy if, fi- if financial decisions or if finances are are driving their decision making. So, I'm going to put that caveat out there. I, I'm not upset with Aaron Gordon if if he has indeed entered his name in the dunk contest. I, I I don't, you know, bemoan that decision. I, you know, will be excited to watch him play, watch him compete, because I think he is a he is the best dunker in the league. Um he's certainly very creative and and even the dunk contest in 2017 when he finished in last place, he had some very creative dunks. But that 2017 dunk contest is instructive for me. Um having been around Aaron Gordon and having heard him talk and, and really even Immediately after that dunk contest, hearing him talk about what he had planned for that dunk contest in 2017 when he only got two dunks, including the infamous drone dunk, which by some reporting looked really good in practice. Um, being around him even that day or, or that after he came back from New Orleans after that dunk contest and hearing him say, you know, he had some really big things planned and, and he just wasn't happy, he just wasn't physically physically right. And, and if you and if you remember correctly in 2017, entering that all-star break, he wasn't physically right. Um, there's definitely some, there's definitely something up with Aaron Gordon, I, I would have to say. There's definitely something that seemed out of place. Um, he, he definitely wasn't 100% healthy. And, and that, I think that affected him when the lights came on during that dunk contest. Regardless of that, Gordon just Felt seemed very disappointed with his performance, and he and and I, I think he said after that that he wouldn't go into a dunk contest again if he didn't feel like he had the time to prepare and to be physically ready for that dunk contest, and and that and that really stuck with me because he's a competitor, he hated finishing last, and he felt like he didn't give his best performance in New Orleans. Certainly, we saw a performance that, that that's extremely difficult to live up to, perhaps the greatest dunk contest performance to not win a dunk contest uh, in Toronto in 2016. And so we sit here now, uh, in, you know, in, in early February, almost early February, and I see a lot of the same conditions that hurt Gordon in that 2017 dunk contest. Gordon dealt with an ankle injury in November, came back after three games and was never quite right. Was never quite right. 
And even admitted during the road trip in December when the Magic were in Denver that the injury was lingering, that, that, that something was still bothering him. And while he was trying to push through it, while he was trying to be tough, and he is a tough dude, while he was trying to push through it, he just couldn't deliver what the team needed and, and probably needed to rest and let that injury heal. And, and he did for a little while, and he came back, and things seemed okay. He's dealt with various ankle and calf and hamstring soreness throughout the whole season. And so it's it, there's definitely something up with Aaron Gordon, and I think he's a little more hurt than he's letting on. He's no longer on the injury report. He's healthy by by all counts, and then you know he's, he's out there trying to play and out, try, out there trying to help his team win. And that's why I think that skipping the dunk contest is the right call for Gordon. It's not just for his long-term health, because again, you know, it's, I'm not expect, I'm not saying there's going to be a catastrophic injury. That's that, that that kind of risk isn't what I'm talking about. This Magic team needs Aaron Gordon, and unlike in 2016 and 2017, the Magic still have something to play for. Wanting to be in the dunk contest for attention or, or any of that stuff is, is fine. And I get I get Magic fans. Um, you know, I was like I was certainly like this during the T Mac era when I was when I was a teenager and when I was younger. I really cared about national perceptions of the Orlando Magic and what the national media were saying about the Magic and and trying to get the Magic's name out there. And, I, and I honestly, like I think kind of culturally in Orlando, there is a desire to be noticed for being Orlando. I think I do think that that is something that is part of the character of the city. Miami's Miami. You know, Tampa's got the NFL team. Orlando has Disney, and that's really all anyone associates with us. And so I really do think Orlando has a little bit of a chip on their shoulder of trying to of trying to really take ownership of something and say this is ours and let the world know that this is ours. So I do think that that is represented in Magic fandom. I think it's represented in Orlando City fandom for the record as well. I do think it's represented in Magic fandom that we really want the national media to, to pay attention to us in some way, that, that we're building something nice here. And I think there is frustration among fans that the Magic aren't talked about more, even as a seven seed, even as a team that's in the playoffs. You know, the Magic have one national TV game this year and it was actually moved up to Wednesday. So we don't even have time to kind of build that game up. The, the the ESPN announced uh, the NBA announced on on Thursday night that the Magic's game against the Heat in March has been taken off national TV, and now the Magic's game against the Celtics on Wednesday will be on ESPN. So you know we get we get that to be excited about now. It'll be the only time the Magic are on ESPN all year, uh, unless another game is fluxed into it. And you know again, seven seed, ten games behind six. It's I I get it and. I, would, I mean, my argument is always win and you get those rewards. The rewards don't come first. The winning should come first. And so, yes, Aaron Gordon very likely will be the only representative for the Magic at All-Star Weekend. This is a chance to put all eyes on the franchise and on a pretty important player in the franchise at that. But that's not what we're about here anymore. I hate to break it to you, but the Magic are trying to win. And even though we're talking about winning on essentially the smallest scale, the smallest measure of winning that we have, of making the playoffs, and yes, the Magic very well can make the playoffs as a seven seed with a sub-500 record. I don't think that that is impossible. It is something. 
And it is something to the culture of this team that winning in whatever form it takes comes first. That making the playoffs is important. That there are, is something real to compete for. The dunk contest is nice. It's fun. Again, I don't bemoan Aaron deciding to be in the dunk contest. But with the injuries that he has faced, and frankly with the struggles that he has had, 13.3 points per game, shooting a career low 41% from the floor, with the struggles that he has had, I would prefer, and this is me personally, I would prefer he take the weekend off. Get off his feet, relax, reset the brain, refocus a little bit. You know, maybe even get in the gym a little bit. You know, not that Gordon's not in the gym enough. He's in the gym plenty. Um, and get ready for what will be a an important stretch run to the season. Just like last year, an important stretch run to the season. And I think hitting that reset button, just like the Magic have done this week, will be vital to this team achieving, again, that small-scale but important goal of making the playoffs. Gordon needs to get himself right, physically, more than anything else. If, 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 if anything has hampered Aaron Gordon's development, at least from what we've seen, injuries have been a big story of his career, from the broken jaw in, in the summer after his rookie year to uh, the, ankle, the ankle injury that kept him out of training camp for the early part of his third year to he had an injury, I believe, in his, in his fourth year in the league. Um, you know, he last year was really the first time he's entered a training camp healthy and made it through a training camp healthy. And he's been dealing with injuries all year this year, this season. For whatever reason, he just has had really bad injury luck. And every time he gets injured, it seems to knock him back several pegs. It's it's it seems like it's been tough for him to retain whatever gains he has made within because of injury. And Again, maybe you log that away and, 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 and the team makes some long-term decisions. Obviously, the trade deadline is Thursday. It, it's, it's, it is something to consider, that, that injuries have been a big part of Aaron Gordon's story in his career. Same, same with Jonathan Isaac, by the way, but you know, certainly we're, I don't think Isaac's injuries are, are related, neither were Gordon's, so you know, there we go. I would say then that I think for the Magic and their playoff chase, it's probably best for Gordon not to do this. Again, I'm not going to bemoan him. I'm not going to say that he is somehow betraying the team. I don't think that's the case. I think this is a, you have two good options. You do the dunk contest. You know, you, you take care of yourself a little bit. You compete. You put the magic on a national stage for a little while. That's fine. Not a bad choice. Not a bad choice. A good choice, in fact. But then you also have this consideration of staying fresh for meaningful games, for meaningful basketball, for the goals that this team has set out for itself. And that's a good choice too. If it were me, if I had my druthers, I would lean toward sitting out, getting rest, and getting ready for the rest of the season because we're competing for something. This is not a team that has nothing to compete for anymore. And Gordon is such a vital part for that. They need him healthy. They need him rested. They need him relaxed and ready. Maybe the dunk contest does that for him. Maybe I'm completely off base on that. But if it were me, I'd tell Gordon to sit. So sit this one out. In fact, I would tell him, you're beyond the dunk contest at this point of your career. 
The official announcement of the uh, dunk contest participants will take place on Tuesday on TNT. This weekend is, of course, the big game, the Super Bowl taking place down in Miami. We don't like talking about those guys. And if you're the type of fan that thinks you know what's going to happen in the Super Bowl, then mybookie.ag is the place for you because they let you turn all your sports knowledge, all your Super Bowl knowledge into cash in your wallet. There's so much going on. Of course, there's the Super Bowl, the NBA season in full swing, NHL, college basketball, you name it. There's so much, and it's time to get off the sideline and get into the action with my bookie. If you're the kind of person who likes to bet a little to win a lot, you can try a parlay. For instance, if you like a couple of the big favorites or a couple of the matchups, you can parlay those parlay those into one big bet. Parlays are perfect because they let you bet multiple games together for a much bigger payout. So if you're going to bet this season, do the smart thing and go to mybookie.ag because no one gives you more ways to win. If you join right now, MyBookie will match your deposit halfway, all the way up to $1,000. That means if you deposit $2,000, you get an extra $1,000 in free money to play with. Just use promo code LOCKEDONNBA to activate the offer. Once again, that's promo code LOCKEDONNBA to take advantage of MyBookie's generous sign-up offer. Visit MyBookie.ag today. You play, you win, you get paid. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So the Orlando Magic had a fair amount of time off, uh, a much needed time off between Monday's loss to the Miami Heat and of course Saturday's game also against the Miami Heat. Now, the Miami Heat also will have a fair amount of time off. They've Their last game was Tuesday against the Boston Celtics, so they've also had a chance to kind of do this, some of the same things the Magic are doing here. But for the Orlando Magic, this was an extremely important time in the calendar. This was an extremely important thing for them to get just a chance to reset, recharge the battery a little bit, get some practice time in, and get ready for a very important part of the schedule. First, the particulars of, of, of why this was such a difficult stretch for the Orlando Magic. Yes, Orlando went a pretty surprisingly strong 7-8 and eight in January. Considering Jonathan Isaac uh, suffered his knee injury on January 1st, the fact that the Magic went 7-8 and kind of held water or treaded water is actually pretty impressive. Uh, you know, when you take the, a, a longer-term view to things, it's, uh, it, it's, you know, honestly not that, doesn't seem that bad. But let's pull this, let's pull this, 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 this microscope back a little bit further. The Magic just the Magic on Monday completed a stretch of 18 games in 32 days, going eight and ten in that stretch. That is that is a lot of games jam-packed into a month. 
They actually just completed, starting with the West Coast trip, 10 games in 18 days, going 3-7. and seven. You're starting to see that kind of downward trend. In fact, the Magic have lost six of their past seven games. It has been an exhausting journey. It has been an exhausting run. And you can see from the Magic how exhausted they are. When the schedule came out, I know I noted this as well, both at the time and, and as we were going through it, this was the most difficult part of the schedule to navigate. And really, I think for a lot of us, we felt if the Magic were going to have the kind of season we all thought they could have, they would have to get off to a good start, hold on through December and January, and then pick up the steam back again in February and March. Well, the Magic didn't get out to a strong start, not in the least. And that's why they're where they are instead of competing for six, five, or four. But the Magic did, in fact, survive December and January. And that puts them in you know, a favorable position because, as, as, I, as I noted earlier as well, the Magic, according to ESPN, played the second most difficult schedule in the entire league to this point. They will now play one of the easiest remaining schedules in the NBA, Again, according to Tankathon, it, it's no guarantee of anything, but Orlando does seem to be in a good position to make a run. And a few days off will go a long way to getting the team where it wants to be. I thought it was really good for us, uh, you know, to kind of work on some of our base, basic stuff, uh, get back to you know what we do well, uh, you know, work on the details. You know, it's just a uh, tough stretch for us lately. You know, we don't have much practice time, and I think for us. I know we're kind of a team that needs that. And, uh, you know, we got a lot of young guys, and uh, you know, even us the veterans, you know, we needed to kind of get back, do all those things that uh, you know we're really good at. Orlando Magic center Nikola Vucevic there talking about the Magic as they return to practice on Thursday, and that's something that that Steve Clifford actually hinted hinted on uh, at one point. I think when the Magic were back home from the West Coast trip, he said that Orlando. You know, they were slipping defensively, and, and some of it was just they needed reps. They needed to go through the repetitions and practice doing it the right way to just kind of get that feeling back. And unfortunately, with the way the Magic schedule was constructed, again, 18 games in 33 days, Orlando hasn't had a lot of time to practice. In fact, Orlando hasn't had consecutive days without a game at home since Christmas. And I, I, I specify that as essentially saying, Real good, hard practice time. Time that you're not preparing for a game or saving legs. Time where you can really get after it and really focus in on something Focus in on something in practice and really implement it into the team. That is absolutely something that the Magic just haven't had for about a month now. A little bit more than a month now, actually. And so this kind of pause is vital, is absolutely necessary for the team. Because January 31st is a special day for Orlando. It's a special anniversary for Orlando Magic fans. It's not only the anniversary of Nikola Vucevic getting named to the 2019 All-Star team, obviously not an All-Star in 2020, but for many of us, that January 31st date is the dividing line, is you know sort of the, the tipping point when the run for the Magic's playoff race really began. When they really started to make that 22-9 and push to the postseason. Now, it actually really wasn't January 31st. It was the two weeks from January 31st leading up to the NBA All-Star break. In that time, 
when the Magic started their run, they went 6-1 and one in their seven games before the All-Star break. For a team that was five and a half games out of the final playoff spot at that time, going 6-1 and one absolutely turned the tide for the team. If the Magic had not picked up all those wins before the All-Star break, I mean, obviously the Magic played with an extremely small margin for error the rest of the way. And they needed every single one of those wins to get into the playoffs. You know, they, it, it came down to the penultimate game, of course. But if the Magic had not gained the confidence heading into the All-Star break, picking up big wins at New Orleans, at Atlanta, at Milwaukee without Giannis, against Brooklyn, if they not picked up these wins, they would have been in trouble. Who knows if they would have actually made the push to the playoffs. And so... For a lot of players and for, for the team itself, it's this stretch that's going to define the team. It's this stretch that really is going to determine if this team makes the playoffs comfortably, as as I've stated, is, is a goal that I think this team should have, or whether it's going to have to fight to, to, to make it or yeah, potentially fall completely out of the playoff race. That is still a possibility, and we all remember the January uh, in, in 2016 with Scott Skiles. The Magic aren't out of the woods yet, obviously. They have a, 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 a comfortable but not wide three-game margin on the Chicago Bulls for eighth. They're obviously a half game ahead of the Brooklyn Nets. The Nets play the Bulls on Friday. Orlando's been sitting idly by, and, and yeah, teams there's some shuffling beneath them. So Orlando still has their work cut out for them. Orlando still has work to do, and Orlando controls their own destiny. Even at 21 and 27, they control their own destiny to make the playoffs. That's very powerful. But Orlando's got to do things first. They got to take care of themselves first. And that's what these practices, that's what practice on Thursday and practice on Friday is all about. As Steve Clifford said, this team is going nowhere if they don't play defense. This team is not going to win if they don't defend at the level they know they're capable of. If they don't pick up their, their, I guess, their attention to detail on that end. And it slipped considerably. Over the last four games, against good opponents, mind you, but the last four games, the Magic have not played anywhere close to their defensive potential. And fatigue or not, that's the part that's disappointing. That's the part the Magic absolutely have to change. And Clifford seemed fairly confident that a couple days off, the chance to kind of reset, be at home for a little while, will help them. And of course, we won't really know if it has, if the focus is there, if the intensity is there, if the attention to detail is there until Saturday. But this stretch, which is not easy, Magic will play three playoff teams in the next seven games as they lead into the All-Star break. This stretch heading into the All-Star break very well could make or break the season. It could be the difference between finishing 7th, finishing 8th, or being out of the playoffs, or having to fight just to stay in the playoffs. It could be the difference between having a comfortable margin or, or being the, the lead dog, essentially, in this race for 7th. March, on paper, looks very easy. February is not as tough as January. But Orlando has the opportunity in front of them, and Right now, it's about getting themselves right. And that's why this mini break is so important. And hopefully the Magic come back from it with the absolute right approach. 
NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, that's going to do it for me today. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked On Magic. Of course, follow us on Twitter at Locked On Magic. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Apple Music, Stitcher, TuneIn, Himalaya, Google Play, Spotify, and all the places on podcasts to your podcast-enabled listening device. You can find me on Twitter at R underscore OMD. And of course, for the latest on the Orlando Magic, be sure to check out orlandomagicdaily.com. We'll be back again either Saturday or or Monday or Saturday night, Sunday or Monday with a recap of the Magic's game against the Miami Heat before the Magic take the road once again. So until next time, have a great weekend, everyone. For Orlando Magic Daily and Locked On Magic, this has been Philip Rossenreich. I'll see you all again next time for another episode of Locked On Magic. You are Locked On Magic, your daily Orlando Magic podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.